When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from pitchos.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is August 31st. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. It's just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. I led with Jason Alexander yesterday. Five innings pitch, one and run, three hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Just 59 pitches. Um, he didn't pitch poorly. He had good sinkers and sliders. Uh, it was against the Pirates. And I just don't want you to think like, oh, I need to go and get Jason Alexander. No, he's not gold. I I don't think even the Brewers are going to be relying on him moving forward. And he's going to get cores next if he does. So just don't do it. Zach Gallon got his ace. is going to ace seven innings pitch, zero earned runs, two hits, one walk, seven Ks. This is now the fifth straight start of zero earned runs for Zach Gallon. Isn't that pretty cool? That is pretty dang cool. Blake Snell did well, six innings, zero in runs, four hits, three walks, and eight Ks against the Giants. 12 was 29% CSW. He had a lot of good fastballs this one. The breakers actually weren't that good, um, but we're certainly going to take this one. Logan Webb against the Padres, 5.2 innings, zero in runs, four hits, one walk, seven Ks. He did a lot of an unearned run, um, which eventually led to him getting the loss in this. He did get six earned runs, shaved off his ERA from an error in a previous start, just in case you were wondering, wait, all of a sudden he has a sub-3 ERA. It's because of that one. That's good to see, but nothing is bad here about Logan Webb. Uh, George Kirby against the Tigers, five innings, zero runs, two hits, one walk, five keys. Thanks for doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Shane McClanahan did not start yesterday uh, because he had a shoulder impingement. I I hope he returns soon. They're saying that it's not that bad of a uh, that big of a deal. It sounded like it was something worse. At least looked like it was when he was reacting to it. Um, but it could just be two weeks or something like that. So we're going to hold our breath there. Cal Quantra did well against the Orioles. Good stuff. Six innings, one run, one hit, three walks, four Ks. I'm I'm happy for him. I feel like we're in this weird purgatory of Cherry Bomb where it's not that sweet. It was just four strikeouts, but good ratios. Got to win. But yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do that uh, against the Mariners. Marcus Stroman against the Jays. Five innings, one and run three. It's two walks, one K. I'm happy he did it. But how am I going to butter my bread with this? That's just kind of Stroman's MO. Uh, Justin Dunn survived. Four innings, one and run. We're not there yet. Framber Valdez, another quality stars, 22 in a row. Eight innings, two and run, seven hits, zero walks, and eight strikeouts. It's insane. Ace is going to ace earned for him. Uh, we have... Kevin Gosman against the Cubs got the win. Six innings, two and runs, five hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts. Yeah, that's what you want from Kevin Gaussman. You don't really need me there. Mitch Keller, 10 strikeouts, six innings, two and runs, four hits, two walks. I don't buy this one. Uh, he had elevated heaters that were fine. He was around 96, which is a little bit better than what we normally see. I don't think his breakers are good enough. It's just a 14% swing strike rate across the two of them. Like, that's so pedestrian. Gets the Mets next. Like, just... Don't do this. Um, you have Andrew Heaney against the Mets. Uh, five innings, two and runs, seven hits, zero walks, and eight strikeouts. 21 whiffs, 40% CSW for a golden goal here. 16 whiffs just on that four-seamer. It's wonderful. And 85 pitches, five innings. I will take this every single time uh, from the Andrew Heaney. I uh, Just keep starting this. 
Uh, Max Freed against Rocky Road was a little bit disappointing. Five innings, two and runs isn't harmful. Seven hits, one walk, three Ks, got the loss. He just didn't really have his pristine command. He should be fine moving forward. Jose Arrania, never. Dane Dunning against the Astros, obviously not. Jameson Tyone uh, left this one with a comebacker to the wrist. Unfortunate for him. Hopefully he's okay for his next one. Jesus Lazardo went against the Rays. Six innings, three and runs, six hits, two walks, four Ks. So his changeup is still elite. The heaters were down here, 94.8 or so. And if you remember, he was at 97 before the injury. He came back as a 95.5 or so. And now it's 94.8. We're getting close to the area of, oh no, is this actually going to still be okay? As his head, he's barely keeping his head above water. I hope he's alright against the Phils. Hopefully it's a bounce back. I think I'm going to start him there. Tywin Walker went against the Dodgers. Survived 5.1 innings, 300 runs, 5 hits, 3 walks, 5 Ks. I don't love what he's doing. Uh, he gets the Pirates next, so obviously you're going to start him there. Brady Singer stumbled against the White Sox. I'm surprised Twitch chat hasn't let me know about it today. Um, 4.2 innings, 4 and runs, 9 hits, 1 walk, 4 cases because they love Brady Singer. Uh, this is the hesitation that I have as I feel Brady Singer doesn't do a whole lot outside of the slider whiffs and the sinker called strikes. And the sinker is a hittable pitch when they do swing at it and expect it. Here's the 9 hits. So we're going to hope that it's just... You know, these cherry bomb back and forth yo-yos are limited now. You have four good ones or three good ones and for one bad one as opposed to one and one that used to be. So, he gets the Tigers next. That should be good. We're going to keep going on. Uh, Chris Archer against the Red Sox. You don't want to do that. And yeah, that was that was pretty bad. We're just not doing our Chris Archer. 4.1 innings, 4 and runs. Yeah. Carter Crawford on the other side. 4.1 innings, 4 and runs. He also had two ticks down on his four-seamer. That's just not what you want at all. Cole Irvin went from 21 whiffs to just three on his four-seamer in 5.1 innings, five earned runs, nine hits, one walk, six Ks. Ugh, that's really unfortunate, especially now that he gets the Atlanta Braves, where he's a southpaw, and the Braves are better against southpaws. Oh, man. That now, like, the legend of Cole Irvin is so weird at the moment. I kind of still want to do it, but, you know, like, I don't want to punish him too much for one bad outing, but it's also Cole Irvin. It's kind of tough. Lucas Giolito against the Royals, 5.1 innings, 5 and runs, 6 is 2 walks, but 7Ks. And this is the kind of the story is like, he does some things really, really well. Slider was excellent of this one. Changeup was down. Four-seamer got hit. You know, he left it up in the zone a good amount and he got hit. I and mean, he had a stupid home run to Salvador Perez where it was outside. It looked like he was in a pitch out. And Perez just poked it to the right field over the wall. Like, what? Um, we're going to be hearing in the offseason. He has a 5.270 year right now, but a 3.65 XFIP. And it's a 10 plus hit per nine. Uh, there are going to be a lot of ways to frame this one in the offseason. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you right now that I expect Lucas Giolito's fastball to be better next year. And that's the biggest question. Because why do you think the XFIP is different? Well, it's because he's like more home runs. Why is he like more home runs? Because the fastball is worse. Why does he have a 10 plus hit per nine? Because the fastball is worse. Does he deserve this much damage? No. It's probably like a four. Three ERA and a you know nine hit per nine or something, but he's not he's not top twenty Giolito just getting like unlucky or something. Spencer Watkins against the Guardians four point two innings five earned runs. Unfortunately, this one did not work. Um, he should do better against the Athletics next. Dakota Hudson another like a lot of these stream there were there was Watson there was Hudson there was Manning it was all like hey maybe one of these guys should work none of them did. Hudson four point two innings five earned runs nine hits one walk and two Ks. Oh boy, I mean, this was this was set up to be really good for Hudson at Cincinnati because he's a ground ball guy and he gets all these outs. And nope, not today. 
Mike Myers against the Yankees, not a chance. Eric Fetty, don't trust the Feds. Against Oakland, though, no. 2.2 innings, 600 runs, don't trust the Feds. And the aforementioned Matt Manning, remember he had a 61% CSW slider and it was incredible or whatever last start? Well, guess what? It's not that good of a pitch. 2.1 innings, 700 runs, 7 hits, 1 walk, 1 strikeout against Seattle. A loss here, 11% CSW on that slider. I mean, it's, it's not a good pitch. It just isn't one. And Aaron Nola, what? 4 innings, 8 earned runs, 10 hits, 0 walks, 5 Ks? What? He had 15 whiffs, 34% CSW. He had a 5 earned run inning and then a 3 run shot. 11 over 26 whiffs on this curveball. That silence should just tell you everything. Oh, man. Well, it's one of those days you keep moving on. And speaking of moving on, we're going to look at today's and tomorrow's starters. So, today, Jacob deGrom, Garrett Cole, Cal Wright, Lance Lynn, Joe Musgrove, Freddie Peralta, Tristan McKenzie, Drew Rasmussen, Jose Quintana, Tyler Anderson, Christian Javier. Christian Javier is only update today as he is starting, not Luis Garcia. Uh, makes a lot of sense because it would have been Christian Javier next week in his return f- to the rotation for the Astros, but to keep him on pace with that start, they're putting him in now as he replaces Justin Verlander, who is now on the IL with a calf injury. Um, that's an auto start to me. If you have Christian Javier, you just throw him in there. He's going against the Rangers. Probably start is Marco Gonzalez, Joe Ryan, Martin Perez, and Patrick Sandoval. Then questionable start is Michael Walker against the Twins. Bailey Falter being the stream pick of the day against the Diamondbacks. I don't love that, but all right. Um, James Capellian is the other option against the Nationals. Very close back and forth. Bailey Falter has gone three straight games of six innings. Jordan Lyles, uh, Alex Wood, and Mitch White are oh, really tough calls of you don't want to do it, but I can understand those working out in the questionable start tier. And the do not start tier, I don't want to go after Trevor Rogers in his return. I just feel that it's just too risky, but I do, would love to do a spec ad of that. Um, against the Rays, uh, Anibal Sanchez, Tyler Ander- Alexander, Chris Bubich, Tommy Henry, Zach Thompson, etc., Mike Miner, Ryan Feltner, Luke Farrell. You don't want to do that. Looking forward to Thursday, Spencer Strider, Brent, Brandon Woodruff, Shane Bieber, Logan Gilbert, Merrill Kelly, Chris Bassett are all in that top tier. Yes, Strider is the first one against Rocky Road. I just think his fastball is one of the best pitches in the majors. Uh, Chris Bassett's going against the Dodgers, and I can imagine some wanting him in the second tier. I think that Chris Bass is just good enough that, yeah, I'm sure he had the Rockies. I get it. Uh, and, he, and he wasn't able to take advantage of Rocky Road. Still, you do this against the Dodgers. Uh, I think Chris Bass is just too good. And then you have the probable start tier. On the other side is Clint Kershaw coming back from the IL. That's a still ill, which is why he's in that second tier. But I think he's still kind of just doing Um Johnny Cueto against the Royals. If you have Johnny Cueto, you're going to do it, despite how he messed up last time. And then Rich Hill, who just had 11 strikeouts and 7 innings with a good range of pitches in that repertoire. All successful. He's my stream pick of the day. Um, ninth here against the Rangers to end the probable start tier. And then the questionable start tier. I think this Edward, Eduardo Rodriguez start against the Mariners is a trap. Um, but I obviously think there's also a chance that it works out. But I don't really think he's pitching very well. Um, and I'd be careful against the Mariners. Same with Kyle Kyle Bradish against the Guardians. I know he just had 51% sliders and looked good and had some strikeouts, but the fastball still very, very susceptible to damage. The Guardians can mess him up. And the do not start here. I'm very excited about Ken Waldachuk. Um, he's making his MLB debut for the Athletics against the Nationals. He was inside of that Frankie Montas deal. Um, and I'm curious to see what we get there. Uh, it's an MLB debut. We don't start guys on MLB debuts, but definitely monitor that one. Corey Abbott, Glenn Otto, Daniel Lynch and Chad Cool are all do not starts for obvious reasons. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm curious about that, Ken Waldachuk. All right, it is buy and sell. And I think next year there's going to be something different that we do with it because I don't think it helps all that much. 
it's kind of hard for me to determine uh, who you're actually buying and selling. Um, you can't really trade away guys. I mean, for example, if you still have Alex Wood, I'd be letting him go. Um, I see him at 56% rostered. Um, but there really isn't too much that I, I, I would really consider. I, I think the biggest help is likely on the bottom end. I see David Peterson at 22% rostered. You got to go and get him everywhere. Justin Seals at 27%. You don't need to do that one because the next start is a bad one for him. I uh, and I don't know if you really want to do. I believe it's the, it's the Dodgers actually. What his next start would be. I wouldn't do that start. Uh, Domingo Juan, though, is at 26% rostered. He might be someone to go and chase. Reed Demers, only at 41%. is still relatively low to me. Same with um, Ross Stripling at 45%. I think both of those should be added in your teams. Jago DeRizzi is only at 19%. I think that's someone that can help you as well with a good schedule for the Astros. Ruanzi Contreras, 11% rostered. Uh, I think that he's someone to be considering as well to be added at this point in the year. He has a really good slider, and that could just carry him moving forward. Keep an eye on Spencer Watkins and Austin both at 8%. They are just getting ignored because it's Baltimore, but they've been doing some good things. As I mentioned, Rich Hill, 6%. Same with uh, James Capillion. Those guys could be streamers down the stretch. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anyone else down here that is considerable um, to be added, uh, and at least in just a good matchup or something that you might want to chase. I don't really see anything. I mean, Paulo Espino... I think he's got like better stuff than we're giving him credit, um, if you can believe that. Um, maybe if he gets another matchup, we'll have that one day I can circle once again. But yeah, I think that's it for right now. Uh, so keep me an eye on all of those guys. I mean, definitely get David Peterson if you can. But alright, that's going to do it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babas below and your strikeouts high. Have a fantastic day.